0: think it is quaint and bizarre and not a bad thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay one more Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, a podcast where we chew over the geeky things that we love. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother Ryan. And this week we are just talking about some stuff we watched and read. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Take two. That was, that was much cleaner than the first time around.
0: Yes. Well, uh, I ruined things. <laughs>
1: okay. That's not true. But...
0: What I did in this case, <laughs> is what you're trying yeah. to like, find a nice way to say it.
1: Uh, we both have room to improve, and so this is what we're doing. We're okay. improving. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did finish Black Science.
0: Yay, congratulations.
1: Yeah, so that's not what we're talking about because you have not read that in several years. Yeah,
0: I only read the very first arc, I yeah, think. I
1: was very much looking forward to this, and I think it ended while I was gone mm-hmm. and then I came back and we did not have all the issues and then the pandemic and I love our comic book store but I think that really threw them for a loop and I asked them to order the missing issues a couple times and um, they never showed up so I had to order them from a different place I think Forbidden Planet and I'll tell you one thing I did not like about that was they put two pieces of tape on the back of the back and board <laughs> so much harder
0: one one piece of tape is good but it's i also just like don't like it i know it's got to be there but
1: you want no tape i want no tape <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i'd rather have the one piece of tape rather than the like long line of sticky across
1: yeah that drives it's good me in nuts. theory but um, yeah. not in practice but anyway 43 issues just like such a great series uh as the final art kicked off rick remender had This letter in the in the letter pages or the intro to the letter pages talking about, I guess this was basically his first foray into really independent comics, making his own characters. And and the series is really just like full tilt. Awesome characters, awesome design, dialogue. The art by Mateos Calera is just really good. It really was one of my favorite series.
0: Was it satisfying, the ending for you? It was.
1: It was very satisfying. And I'll miss it, but I, I guess not. So much that um, it's going to affect anything in my life, obviously. took me forever (laughs) to get around to finishing it, even though I was super excited. Anyway, I just wanted to say, finish Black Science. Awesome stuff. Um, Do you have anything outside of...
0: No, I mean, we're watching, like, some random things, like um, some competition shows that are fun to have on when I'm, like, cooking or whatever, Um, like, Blown Away is now on what is this it's on netflix right and forged in fire which we haven't watched and i'll tell you normally these competition shows i'm like oh that seems like something i would really want to do like you watch the cooking stuff and you're like that seems fun or baking and um the glass blowing even seems fun but i tell you i never ever need to be a bladesmith (laughs) like that is some crazy shit (laughs) <laughs> and it looks, like, so taxing and, like, miserable. Like, just, like, such a miserable experience um, that I, I can leave that for someone else and just watch the, sh- the episode. But yeah,
1: also, I mean, metalworking is very cool. I yes, think. well, you have cool some experience in
0: metalworking but that I don't have.
1: But it's also Forged in Fire, like, when we first started watching it, it was a very cool, really great blades that they designed and is just episode after episode it was blade after blade, uh, and eventually we were like, "Oh, okay, so they're not going to make anything else." <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. Like, I think the first time I watched it, I thought maybe they were going to make other metal things. I don't know what else <laughs> they would make, but
1: I the, guess. but the glass blowing is is uh, really cool, and also, well, I, I guess it's not more practical if you need a knife <laughs> 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 more artistic i, mean, I guess even yeah that is, but you know uh, i mean like the, eye of the beholder what but. do
0: you do you use glasses every day i mean i guess you use knives every day but you don't use like a machete <laughs> so, but like you drink out of a glass every day people have glass bowls all over the place
1: yeah like, uh, i don't know anyway it seems more accessible mm. sort of there's a lot of shit going on in that i was going to say lab but you know <laughs> workshop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those shows are all, all really fun. I feel like I feel like we've been gravitating towards a lot of those shows because we've kind of reached the end of our interest in TV almost it feels like um yeah, as far like, as new shows, I nothing really grabbing us. I know. I'm um, well I feel like that might be our fault, but
0: probably. But it's hard to keep up with something that's like on a weekly basis type deal. And there's only a couple of things that we're doing that with now. Um, One of them being WandaVision. So good. Limited run, though. That's not, like, going to be ongoing for the rest of forever until, like, you know.
1: Just the nine episodes, and we just, the fourth one came out on Friday, and it was awesome.
0: And, I mean, and we're watching Zoe's Infinite Playlist, and I watched The Bachelor. But, like, as far as, like, your weekly TV, we're not watching it, I don't, I don't even think I'm aware of any new content that's coming out on anything.
1: I mean, it, it's whatever. Yeah. We'll just talk about what we know. And that's right. WandaVision. Which so. is again, phenomenal. Yeah, so I mean, they really, the fourth episode, you finally get the um the rest of the MCU kind of creeping in. And I, I just, I thought it was definitely the best episode. It was the most fun, I thought.
0: I really liked it too. I think it... I mean, I suspected that Wanda had created this whole thing and that nobody was like doing this to her. However, you know, there's conjecture about being manipulated, but it's cool to see other people's view of what's going on.
1: Yeah, like, it really is. The I mean, the first three episodes were awesome. Yes. But, uh, and it showed, I think, a lot of patience from the um, the Marvel studio <laughs> to kind of really trust people to stick with those three episodes. And yeah. I think that was a lot of the criticism or at least, especially a lot of people said they should have just released the first three episodes together. And. Uh, oh yeah.
0: That's probably. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, might makes, be a valid.
1: Yeah. Either way. The fourth episode, just bringing in characters that we know from like some of the side characters from the movies, like Kat Dennings, Darcy and Randall parks, agent, Jimmy Wu, So, uh so good in in this show yeah and we just watched ant-man and the wasp which uh made it doubly cool because i saw there was like a a side-by-side meme of him and ant-man and the wasp uh doing the uh online. Up, close yeah, up, magic. Close, <laughs> up close magic <laughs> university online and then you know when he um gives his card to uh was it monica rambo the card appears as if from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was such a cool little interweaving of of that story, uh, of yeah. his story.
0: I like him as an actor, and I hope to see him in more things. So he good. was really great in that rom com, um, "Always Be My Maybe." So good, but yeah. I, I, he's fun to watch. I I like his vibe.
1: Yeah, and and we did get more background on Monica Rambo and and Sword and that her mom set up this organization yeah, and you can kind of see how it's all going to tie in. Cause it's like a sword is the organization that monitors space. Right.
0: Right. I feel Which like it makes
1: sense for the is, captain Marvel of it all.
0: Unless I'm, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, I feel like this is the first time we're really seeing the effect of how the unblipping of the blip affected everything in real time. You know, like people all of a sudden just materializing and where the they way were. That they
1: materialized was not how I envisioned it. I mean, I didn't yeah, envision it, it, I guess. I, I, didn't, I didn't either, but it
0: made sense to me that they would just like reverse disintegrate. Well, right?
1: didn't they show it in um, uh, Far From Home, Spider Man? That they just appeared? They didn't like slowly come back together like that?
0: I don't remember.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll watch it but soon enough. My,
0: my thing is, is how it affects, like how it complicates things. And so in. Monica Rambo's case you know she shows up in a hospital room and her mom's long gone and has died in the time that she has been unexisting and we just I mean I don't think that that's really been addressed until this show and I mean it's not like a huge part of this episode but I don't remember it really being like a thing where it was like a problem for people
1: I guess. I mean, again, they kind of address that in the Spider-Man movie where the high school kids are gone for five years and they come back same age. And
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, in, in the immediate exact moment yeah. of the return, yeah. I don't know.
1: It's just like the marching band showing up on the basketball court in the middle of a game. Right, in the middle of a in game.
0: Of a game. <laughs> like, you know, people showing up in a hospital when people are already... Existing in that hospital bed and other material, probably some and like,
1: people who were like critically injured <laughs> who need immediate care. Right? right.
0: It's like, I mean, and so it was, just, it was just kind of like a crazy shit show. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that wouldn't just be like really amazing for everyone to all of a sudden have them be back. There'd be like panic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know? The more I thought about the episode, the more... They really just like crammed a lot of stuff in that fourth episode.
0: Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, it's a good thing too, because if it's only a nine episode run, yeah. we're about halfway through now, like I just, know. and so well, one, yes, very sad. <laughs> um, but I mean, something's got to happen. We've got to like be at that turning point now where like things are really going to start to roll, right?
1: It's very exciting. Yeah. I really liked the way they structured the episode as far as introducing all these characters As the events of the first three episodes were actually playing out inside Westview.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And um, I'd read somewhere that the episodes, like some were going to be longer than others. So far, that hasn't been the case. Yeah, they're
0: all pretty Um, short.
1: Yeah, it's all about 25 minutes with like 10 minutes of credits. But Makes me. (laughs)
0: It's so sad. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I mean, there's still time to have longer episodes, but I just, I can't wait. Uh, I think
0: this is also the first time where I've like, like Scarlet Witch seems like pretty terrifying and like menacing right
1: yeah makes you wonder like where the character is gonna go if she could just do a complete turn or well, if it's i
0: mean she's gonna go a little crazy i think if she hasn't already so right.
1: anyway it's monday now uh so just a few more days to the next episode i know it's exciting we should um, stay home from work
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't
1: yeah i guess me either <laughs> Uh, what do you want to talk about next? We did watch that locked down movie on I thought it was HBO. just, no,
0: it's called Down. No. Locked down? Locked down. Are you sure?
1: Yeah, you go ahead and Google it <laughs> while wow. well, I say that it was directed by Doug Lyman, which was. Yeah, and it's I think called
0: Locked that. Down.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we got that sorted. All right. uh, it's kind of a surprising, like, I, I guess I knew that, but I didn't really think about it too much because he's like uh, a really famous he's done other stuff besides action but like some of his most famous directorial efforts have been action movies like the edge of tomorrow or edge of tomorrow lived I repeat right (laughs) (laughs) and the born identity uh he also directed swingers which uh is a movie that we've been discussing you know watching yes again anyway this movie locked down has uh (laughs) Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel Ejiofor, mm-hmm. and, and then some
0: interesting cameos.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is. I mean, it's like set in the quarantine pandemic
0: early days w- world. of world. It.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's these two people living together, but they're at seemingly the end of their relationship, and they just want to be separated from each other. But they have right. no. They're not to go. just
0: living together; they're married.
1: Yeah. That. Yes. Um, I think. That I phrased it that way based on some uh, confusing articles that I read earlier today, uh, but I did know that while we were watching it. <laughs> this
0: is um, described in something I saw as a rom-com.
1: You yeah, know, not that <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was definitely some funny things, but like dry funny, not yeah, um, not like rom-com funny.
1: It's such it is such a weird movie. Like the first two thirds is just a straight up kind of it's almost sad even yeah uh, and then it morphs into a heist movie somehow like i know how it happens but it's such a strange construction i don't mind it like i was
0: i really liked it i think i could watch it again even and be like even more enamored with it i thought it was a lot of things for and it was a lot of things successfully like sometimes there's a movie that tries to be too many things and you're like, eh, maybe it should just pick one thing. But ultimately it's a story about people who have grown apart from each other and how they come back together or like under, uh, they understand themselves more and are able to like kind of work through it because, you know, I I don't know.
1: No, I see it. it Definitely. There is a lot in there. And while uh, it was, a little bit strange. It, it it worked just fine for me. Like I was whatever about watching it, but I was glad we did by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, the best thing about it was I thought the performances, especially for Man Hathaway and uh, Joanna LeGiofor, especially, I, I really liked the G4 in this. Yeah. Um, speaking of how we perceive the movie versus I, when I was researching quote unquote, <laughs> this movie just to remind myself, you know, the things the, like the beats that it hit, I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes page for it and they have links to reviews, but they have um, clips from each review. And I was thinking that it'd be pretty funny to take some of those clips and read them to you and get you to react <laughs> Okay. <laughs> for almost every movie we do. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just have a couple here uh, because they they disagree with our assessment of the movie. Uh, oh. the first one was like a play in the worst possible way. It feels stagey, claustrophobic and overacted.
0: What? Well, <laughs> first of all, the claustrophobia is obviously something that it's supposed to feel like everybody's stuck in their homes. Like it's, it's supposed to feel claustrophobic. <laughs> who, who said this? Was this a professional? Cla- Claudia
1: Pui, uh, is this for a- the film week, uh, LA version of whatever that is. Uh, also from Amy Nicholson at the, uh, same publication, quaint and bizarre. It feels outdated, even though it's just coming out. <laughs> what? I mean, I think I could be a film critic. I, I think,
0: know. well, I think, <laughs> but the opposite, I could just say <laughs>
1: right. weird things about movies, but I like think quaint positive. and bizarre
0: is great. I think it is quaint and bizarre and not a bad thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. One more. As a writer, Knight, the guy who wrote the movie uh, (in parentheses), the terrible fantasy tinged drama *Serenity* (2019), which I guess he wrote, also uh, needs his tendency to sprawl reined in. Lyman, one of the best action directors today, is not the person to do it. That was John Liu from *The Straight Time* in Singapore.
0: So they didn't. So this is
1: this is fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> not too many Singaporean. Uh, Singaporean, Singaporean. I, yeah, yeah. Not too many reviews from Singapore <laughs> uh, come across my my transom. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know what to say about that. Rained yeah. in. I just. I mean. I mean, I, I like I the dialogue and all of the like. Well, I think he's
1: referring to what you already said. Is that like the movie is just it doesn't know where it's supposed to go. I and think it knows exactly where it's supposed to go. <laughs> okay. Oh,
0: goodness. Yes.
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was, it was still fun. Um, <laughs> you know, you said there was a lot of cameos because everybody can just zoom in when it's Yeah
0: of, that that's an interesting thing.
1: So who... I mean, they had Ben Stiller, Ben Kingsley, Mindy, Mindy Kaling... Kaling uh, Hill. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Um, Guster. <laughs> uh, that's all I wrote down. So, yeah.
1: It was fun enough to watch. Yeah. And maybe even again. Yeah. So, what else did we do? We got the second issue of the newest Batman Black and White release from DC. Right.
0: I think this is actually the only Batman Black and White that I've read because. Um, the format didn't seem familiar to me.
1: Yeah, I've definitely bought at least one, like, years ago. I guess the first um, volume, I guess it's not a volume till it's collected, but right. uh, it came out in 1996. So oh. it's been ongoing for, not ongoing, they've put out, I think this, if this were to be collected, it would be volume six, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. So... This particular series seems like, uh, DC, instead of furloughing creators, they decided to kind of funnel them some of their efforts into these smaller projects. Yeah. And I don't know, like you said, I, it's just a really, I think great, great format. I think that the reason, or I know that the reason that I picked this one up and not the first one is because it had a short story from Tom King and Mitch Mm Jarrett's who, obviously work together a lot and we really like a lot of the things they've done. And when Mitch Jarrett does a Batman story written by Tom King, I've uh suit enjoyed. I mean there's the issue from Tom King's Batman run with Swamp Thing that I just love. And uh, their their story in this is 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 pretty good too. It's I mean they're all like eight page stories. So very contained. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. what did you think about theirs? I really liked the art obviously, but
0: um, what was the title of theirs again?
1: The title? I don't know, but it was the first one. Oh, where the unjust I, judge. Yeah. Where he's, um,
0: I really liked it. Um, it, I think that one was a story where, um, I went back like after reading a few panels and went back and just like really looked at the art and the details, um, and like read and reread certain things. It was really a beautiful little story. Yeah.
1: It, it was, I don't, we don't have to go into detail for each story, but it was, it was really great. And, uh, speaking of format and the creators, whoever, uh, wrote the creator bios for, <laughs> for this book, I need them to do, you know, just brief descriptions of my character and actions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I didn't once read a month. all Send of me all the good <laughs> stuff, you know,
0: I didn't, Might um, be short. I didn't read all of them, but I did read some of them for the for the creator bios. But now I want really something. I want to go back and read them now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, wow, that's um, really just like an announcer like pumping somebody up to like <laughs> get them ready to do that comic. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I don't know. The cover is by Jock, who I obviously um, really like as an artist, yeah. also. But when I sat down to read it.
0: You didn't. Uh, you stood in the kitchen and read the whole thing.
1: <laughs> well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was when I picked it up to read it, I asked if you thought maybe you'd want to talk about it. And you were like, well, you can read it and let me know. And by the time I read the second story, I was like, we- you're going to like this.
0: Well, I love when you read something around me like this. And then you like say something. And then when I read it, I know exactly where you were and what you meant. Yeah, um, in And this in this case. case, that was with um, All Cats Are Gray.
1: Yeah, the Sophie Campbell story, uh, which d- actually doesn't have any words. No,
0: <laughs> no dialogue. It's so cool, though.
1: Yeah, the art is different.
0: I did read the bio on this one. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you saw that she's, uh, it's her first DC story in 10 years. And she was working like jamming the holograms and Ninja Turtles. Did you and,
0: say jam? I don't
1: know. I did not.
0: Oh, it, almost, it sounded like you said jam in the holograms.
1: Well, if I did, which I don't think I did, I will say gem, gem, gem. That way I can take one of those and cut and paste it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, It'll sound so weird. It'll
0: sound so weird if you do that.
1: Well, that's why I, I did, did it three times. That was to get the variety, but I think they also no, you said exactly the, the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. Well, you should just
0: put all three of them
1: on
0: <laughs> <all laughs> yes. top. Uh, Splice the it great. in the story was great though. It was great. It was the art was so beautiful. The like it was so clever and yeah. And it, you just uh, get all that
1: kind of classic Batman Catwoman relationship.
0: Yeah, it, everything was in there. It was so good. Yeah, and then I mean I and the last one I really liked was um, the Devil is in the detail. Um, I really liked the newspaper print, like we all read, and I think we even talked about this on the last, on our last episode, reading like the Sunday funnies, but like it wasn't until I was older that I was actually aware of like, it was like a comic strip in like every day's paper. It just wasn't the color funnies. Yeah. Um, and this was set up like that where it was like the daily. Yeah.
1: And then it could be serialized. and Yeah. And obviously David Aja, Is awesome. Like his art is just unbelievable. Just looking at the art made me want to go back and read all the Hawkeye. I know. (laughs) And he's working on a a independent book now called The Seeds with, I want to say, Anna Nocenti. It just didn't seem like something I wanted to read, but um, it's probably just, it's probably good. I just needed to. It's
0: probably beautiful to look at, even if it's. (laughs) Yeah. And this one was.
1: It was. It was awesome. I guess this is the first story he's actually written for DC. Either way, I don't know if he's done any art for DC either.
0: Until this. Yeah, I mean, I
1: know he's done like Scarlet Witch covers and I'm not sure what else, but.
0: Yeah, I guess he's mostly. It always looks great. We're just familiar with his Marvel work, right?
1: Yeah. The other stuff, I I mean, I didn't really understand the Dustin Weaver with the white bat. I didn't. I thought it looked cool. uh,
0: Yeah, but and I thought that the story was going to go somewhere and it just didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, or at least I didn't understand where it went. I, mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh the other one, the Gabriel uh, Hardman one with the Joker this was bill. uh yeah, it was also okay. I really just uh, I think I enjoyed his bio more than uh, the story <laughs> itself. Just he was I think in the 90s like or maybe on the aughts he was very he's a very famous like storyboard uh, artist for movies and stuff oh cool yeah, he's actually i think we met him at the heroes con when we went there who know, gabriel hardman
0: yeah he drew me
1: yeah see yeah we met me. <laughs> so we definitely met him yeah
0: we met him i sat and he sketched me real quick um i don't know why when you first said his name i didn't think of it and then i'm like wait Yes, that's the guy. But it's cool
1: that he works with his wife, Corinna Bechko. And when I go to the comic book store this week, I'll probably pick up the first issue of Black and White and get the rest of them. There's only six coming out. And there are uh, some artists, especially, that I really want to see. There's an Emma Rios. Um, I love her story art coming out.
0: I'm excited. I'll probably read them then. So I guess lastly there is this great movie that we already saw twice within this week which is unusual for us because we have so little time to devote to the visual arts (laughs) but we watched in and of itself and then had to watch it again when courtney came back from school for this weekend
1: yeah it's on hulu and it was a filmed version of this play that has been performed five hundred and twenty two times or something like that. Right? Five hundred and fifty
0: two? Five hundred and twenty-two.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's been performed many, many times. But I <laughs> the only reason I had heard of it, and now I've seen it pop up in a lot of places now that it's been out for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Like even I think the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast had an episode on it a couple of days ago. I didn't listen to it. But I heard an interview with uh, Derek Delgadio, who's the one man show mm-hmm. and Frank Oz, who directed it and it just made me really interested to to see what see what it's about because you know even even during the interview which was quite long they kind of dance around the actual show and they want to keep the details they want to keep everything as fresh as possible for when you sit down to watch it
0: yeah that makes sense
1: and so when i sat down to watch it with you i I I did an even poorer job of describing I think what what it was we were sitting down to watch. I don't um,
0: remember you saying anything except for saying it was like.
1: I mean that was something that you wanted I, to I wanted watch. To like,
0: yeah, you were like, I, "There's just this show I want to watch."
1: Yeah, I wanted to honor the wishes of the creators. <laughs> 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 but uh, I mean, spoilers, right? We're just going to talk about it. It's yeah,
0: not, I mean, it's hard not to, right? I don't want to give anything like, crazy away, but
1: it's a magic show. Sort of. Yes, sort of. I mean, there's magic in the show. Yeah. And I don't know, from the first kind of bit of magic where he puts that ship in the bottle, and you were like, is this a magic show? (laughs) (laughs) It was fun.
0: That was fun for me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All the magic in the show, there's a lot of like card work, which I think we even mentioned in our last episode, just as far as, you know, how much practice must go into handling cards in that way. Yeah. I don't know. I thought the the setup of the show is really cool it's got the you know the six chambers kind of uh, yeah if
0: i the, hadn't if somebody if that hadn't been mentioned specifically i would not have noticed that
1: yeah i don't the, think i would have either yeah i'm Nobody not deal. that
0: astute <laughs> we, well i mean i i don't like when my illusions of myself are put into sure yeah well, you know <laughs>
1: um I really enjoyed the show. Uh, the message of the show itself isn't really like revolutionary. It's not like, I guess what message really is at this point. Right. It's, um, right. But it's his empathy and the impact on the audience and the small theater. Yeah. And I
0: feel like, I mean, I'm not sure which show that they're filming. I know that they're obviously filming multiples, but which, which ones that they're showing, choosing to show, but he, seems very genuine and not actorly
1: right in it. Yeah. I, um, I think the most affecting parts were involved the audience. I think the most impactful part for me was his, I don't know what to say, but the the trick with the letters that he pulls and he pulls yeah. somebody up on, he's like pulling letters down and he pulls somebody up on stage and has them read this letter and you just see them <laughs> I know. react to that letter.
0: Um, it's hard for me To I mean I'm so impressed by it and like just in awe, but my brain immediately goes to how do they pull something like that off? Right. And you and like I just start to like run through how much effort and work goes into something like this in order to get that payoff. And it really it's such a powerful moment.
1: Yeah. There's also uh, those. Cards that people are supposed to pick off the wall when Mm -hmm. they go in the I am and you find a descriptor that basically what how you want the world to see you right Mm -hmm. like when he was another of the most powerful moments is when he's kind of identifying those people as they want to be seen right (laughs) I'm like they just like do they just videotape these people or like track them when they're I have theories I mean I have theories of how this would go.
0: no i don't think it's an earpiece i don't think we need to talk
1: yeah i don't think so either but i mean that would be pretty obvious mm-hmm. uh we don't have to dissect the magic of which we have no idea <laughs> you know uh He's how it works but
0: a very skilled memorizer yeah yeah maybe what? it really is just magic though <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: What kind of card would you look for if you were going to the show?
0: I don't know. And I've thought about this a couple of times since we've, well, more than a couple, you know, a, a few times each time that it's on mentioned during the show. Um, I don't know. I think I would probably try to pick something fun, but I think it also depends on maybe my mood walking in, like, you know, yeah. if I was grouchy or if I was, it would probably determine how I approach that what would you do
1: well no well i just meant like
0: oh you want me specifically to say what would i look for on a card to pick
1: yeah like because the idea is that you're saying like what you are right
0: yeah but in that situation i wouldn't say okay i'm looking for this i would look at what's available and see whichever ones popped out to me but
1: we're not there so you can't do that
0: (laughs) Well, you can't expect me just to <laughs> come up with who I am in one word at this moment.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's the point of the show. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that you missed the point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think I did. I uh, agree. The, disagree. Um, the other, another one of the cool things from the, the show was the volunteer who fills out the book, gets to leave, gets to, okay. has, has to leave I cannot through. get
0: past what happens at the last show.
1: Which is?
0: The, I need you to come back tomorrow. There's no way to come back tomorrow.
1: Oh, you just mean.
0: Like, I want to see you like that show, like how they,
1: <laughs> okay. they
0: just like miss that. Yeah. Because it's a big part of like just that whole well, moment on the stage, right? it you all can't...
1: out? And then, and then says, when that person leaves, they're like, Oh, sorry, this is actually the last show. So you just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's shitty. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I think, you know, you were saying which shows did they uh, record? They must have been uh, almost all of of the last shows. Well, I'm just saying. It seemed like every time somebody had the book open, they were at the end of the book.
0: Oh, that is some good detective work from you.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean,
0: yeah, that makes sense because maybe he did the show and then. Frank Oz saw it and decided that this was something that he wanted to direct, to put on.
1: Oh, now you're asking me to recall the interview and that I cannot do because they definitely talk about all that stuff.
0: Wow, (laughs) okay.
1: Yeah, we'd have to listen to it again. And by we, I mean you, because I won't. But (laughs) the... uh,
0: Well, I can't do it again if I've never done it before, so.
1: Well, that's a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking like, we we could never be those the volunteer. I'd I'd be like looking around the audience like I can't come back tomorrow. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I have too many other I have too many other commitments.
0: <laughs> I guess I I would wonder which night of the week I was there, and I'm like, well, if it's Sunday, probably couldn't do. If it's like a Sunday show, also a lot of these shows have two shows on a Saturday, so they just.
1: It's a logistical nightmare. It is. <laughs> anyway. There's
0: so much forethought. Um, I can barely even plan our meals for the week. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we did a good job this week anyway. <laughs> what, planning meals? That's right.
0: Well, thank you. I did uh, it by myself.
1: Delicious. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did this week.
1: Oh, you did the planning. Yes. Yes. I was very impressed. You did a lot uh, of eating of the meals. Yeah. And cleaning. Yes. This- My wow was just... For the preparation part, because let me tell you, it takes two to tango in that kitchen. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do appreciate all the help, but I'm just saying, meal planning. I planned the meals based on what I think you guys are going to want to eat. It's all about you. It's never about what I want. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on that note, I'm we just, could probably wrap it up. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did you have anything else for the show? No. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it.